0: You will follow the action taken pursuant to that call from this minute until the final report is written in the 124 room at the 21st precinct. All right, you stay there. I'll send the officers right over.
1: Yeah, right away. Just stay there and wait for them. Okay. 21st precinct. It's just lines on a map of the city of New York. Most of the 173,000 people wedged into the nine-tenths of the square mile between Fifth Avenue and the East River wouldn't know if you asked them if they lived or worked in the 21st. But they
0: know it
1: or not, the security of their homes, their persons, and their property is the job of the men of the 21st Precinct. The 21st,
0: 160 patrolmen, 11 sergeants, and four lieutenants of whom I'm the boss. My name is Kennelly, Frank Kennelly. I'm captain in command of the 21st. I was working my night tour, 4 p.m. to 8 a.m., At 10 o'clock, after having been on patrol of the precinct for three hours in sector car number three, I returned to the station house where Lieutenant Snyder was desk officer and Sergeant Tierney was on telephone switchboard duty. As I walked from the front door toward the desk to sign the blotter, I saw Lieutenant King, commanding officer of the 21st Detective Squad, and another man come out of the back room. Captain? Yes? You got a minute, Captain? Yes, sure, man. This is Detective Kagan of the Manhattan West Homicide Squad. Kagan, please meet us. Oh, what have we got, man? 21st Street. Waters on the job tonight. Yeah, he's working, Mr. Right, seventeen. What's the trouble? Kagan. Well, a uh, liquor store on 8th Avenue was stuck up. The clerk shot tonight. Yeah, The boys ran down the street. A civilian witness saw one of them throw something into a DS trash basket. The officers searched the trash basket when they arrived, and it was a revolver. Well, what's that got to do with Sergeant Waters? His guns. Oh. Sergeant Kenny? Yes, sir. Where's Sergeant Waters? On patrol, Captain. You want to talk to him? Yes, sir. All right, I've got to sign the blotter. You wait in my office, and I'll have a radio call put out for him. Yes, sir, Captain. Sergeant? Yes, sir, Captain. Have Sergeant Waters ring in here, will you? Yes, sir. Oh, you've got a couple of messages here, Captain. All right, I'll sign the blotter and be with you in a minute. Yes, sir. (laughs) Sergeant Key, 21st. Yes, sir. Have 681 call the 21st, will you? Yes, sir. When uh, Sergeant Waters rings in, I'll talk to him. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, hear those messages, Captain. Oh. Uh, this message here. Give it to Fallon. Yes, sir. He knows all about it. I'll be in my office. Sit down, Matt. Kagan. Yes, sir. Thank you, Captain. Sergeant Waters spent the first four hours of the tour on T.S., and he's been out on patrol since eight o'clock. Oh, there's no suspicion he's involved, Captain. He's two young men, about 20. Oh? Have you reported the theft of the gun? Oh, it's lost? No, sir. You've got a son about that age, Captain. Oh, yes. First, we checked the numbers on the guns with the pistol index cards we sent out to his residence. Nobody home there. No one? No, sir. There's two men planted out there waiting uh, on... natives, mate. Yes, sir. 21st Precinct, Captain Kennelly. Sergeant J.L.D. on T.S., Captain. Yes? Sergeant
2: Waters,
0: who's in. All right. So Sergeant Waters? Yes, sir, Captain. Where are you? Avenue,
2: you the second avenue, Captain.
0: Well, come on in here right away. Uh, he's close. Be here in a couple of minutes. Good. Uh, that, uh, that boy of his hasn't been in any trouble before, has he? Nothing. I just the kid's name to a BCI, no arrest Jones. What is his name? Edward, Captain. Edward Waters. it uh, doesn't sound right to me. Sergeant Waters is pretty proud of that kid. He's in college, I believe. Spent two years in the Army. Was overseas. Yes, sir. Always talking about the boy. How ambitious he is. You look for the of it, Captain, he, uh... You got a little too ambitious. What happened exactly? Oh, it was about a quarter after eight tonight. Yes? Yeah. Clerk was alone in this liquor store. These two young fellas walked in. One boy pulled the gun, said he'd take the money. Clutch didn't move fast enough for him. He fired two shots at him. One hit him in the chest, this side, and the other missed. Two boys ran out, and this civilian saw them running. He saw them throw something into this trash basket on the corner. When the cops came, he showed them. How's the clerk? he be all right, I think. He's, he's in Roosevelt Hospital. Uh-huh. He checked out the numbers on the gun sent out to Sergeant Waters' residence. That's about it. Sir. Does the clerk say he can identify the boy? I haven't talked to him, Captain. We've got a man over at the hospital waiting until the doctor says it's okay. Oh, I see. going be kind of rough on him, Walter. Yeah, sure is. His, uh, his son fits the description of the one who did the shooting. Boy, about 20, tall, slender build, light hair. Any trace of them after the hold-up? Well, Captain, the civilian who saw them throw the gun away, tried to keep his eyes on them. And they ran up 8th Avenue. And does this civilian think he can identify them? He's not sure, sir. Oh, excuse me. Yes. 21st person, Captain Kennelly. All right. Tell him to come in. Yes, sir. He's here.
2: Kagan,
0: want to give the captain the gun? Yes. Thanks. Yes. Right. Come in. Hello, Captain. Come in, Bill. Now, close the door. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, Lieutenant King. Sergeant. This is Detective Chagan of the Manhattan West Homicide Squad. Sergeant Bill Warner. Hello, Sergeant. Bill, is this your gun? I've got one just like it, Captain. Where do you keep it? I know. Locked up in a cabinet. That is when I'm not carrying it. I carry it occasionally when I'm off duty and feel like wearing a shoulder holster. What's the trouble, Captain? This is your gun. Is it? The numbers check out with what's listed in the pistol index cards. What're doing here? The gun was used in a stick up tonight, Bill, on the west side. I'm sure my gun's at home, Captain. It was a liquor store. Clerk was shot. He's in serious condition at Rosewell Hospital. Oh. Well, that's too bad. The gun was thrown in the Department of Sanitation trash basket on the street there by the boy that used it. Have they got the boy? No, not yet, sir. He's described by a witness as about 20 years old, tall, slender build, light hair. Another boy about the same age was with him, a little heavier, a little darker. When was the last time you saw the gun where you generally keep it, Bill? when I was swinging last Saturday. I cleaned it. You think my boy is involved... You got the idea? It's what it looks like, sir. He well, he's at home, studying. He goes to Queens College. He's not at home, Bill. There's no one at your home. Are you sure? You've got a man planted there. Oh. Where's your wife? Well, since I was working tonight, he decided to visit a sister in Hempstead. Are you sure that he's not home? He should be. I, I know he's got some tests coming up. He wanted to study. Nobody's home. Captain, I know that boy. He's a good kid. Has he ever been in trouble, Bill? No. He's never had a day's trouble in his life. He's been all right. He's worked hard in school ever since I can remember. And he made good marks. How long has he been home from the army? He got out in January. Where was he? In the army? Yeah. In Germany, that's where he wound up. Spent a year there, more. What did he wind up as? PFC. He had no ambition to get any place in the army. Did he get an honorable discharge, Bill? Yes, sir. Of course. When he got home, did he enroll in the college right away? He enrolled right away. Yes, sir. But he didn't start until the new plan began in February. So he went to Florida for a couple of weeks. Kid was entitled to it, don't you think? Two years in the service. And he had a little money saved up. He was entitled to it. There's no argument about that, Bill. I'm sorry, Captain. I understand. That's all right. Take my word for it. He's all right, Captain. He's not that kind of a kid. He never was. Sure, he's had his problems since he got home, but well, who wouldn't have for two years in the Army? Takes a little time to get adjusted. What kind of problems, Bill? Same kind of problems everybody's got. Just living. Trying to make up your mind what you want to do, what you want to be. Whether to go back to school or get a job or what. And his girl. What about his girl? Well, she's not his girl anymore. He got a dear John letter over there. She married somebody else. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, well, that's all right. He, he understands. I can't expect a girl to wait until somebody gets out of the army and finishes his education, then first get a start. He understands. Oh, take Kagan, take my word for it. He's not that kind of a kid. Something's wrong someplace. My gun's home in a cabinet. Let's go over to your house and look, all right? That's what I'd like to do. All right, go ahead, sergeant. Take the rest of the tour. Thanks, captain. Uh, it'll take me a minute to change, sergeant. Yes. I'll go down to the locker room with you. I want to talk to you, okay? Okay. if you want? I'll see you before we ride out there, lieutenant. Okay. What do you think, man? I don't know, captain. Doesn't look good to me. Guy breaks his neck, all his wife to raise a boy. Twenty years old. You ought to know better. You ought to know better, or learn.
1: You are listening to 21st Precinct, a factual account of the way police work in the world's largest city. Back to 21st
0: Precinct, Captain Kennelly. As soon as Sergeant Waters changed his civilian clothes, he left the station house with Detective Kagan. They got into Kagan's car and drove across the Triborough Bridge to Queens. It was 10:45 p.m. when they pulled to a stop in front of the house in which Sergeant Waters lived. Detective Kagan spoke to another detective who was planted there. No one had entered the house. Then he and Sergeant Waters walked up the front steps to the small porch. Well, I guess there isn't anyone home. There'd be some lights. Yeah. Uh, just a second till I find my key. Sure. Okay. Not so. Can't be. Uh, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. I'll get the light. Yeah. It's a nice place. Eighteen years we live in. You want it? Oh yeah. Factory. You must have bought it right. Let me turn on the light in here. Uh, yeah. Eighteen years ago, you could buy anything right. Really. It looked like a lot of money at the time. My wife's father had just died, and she had some insurance money, $2,000. So all we needed to put down. Do you uh, expect her home soon? I don't know. Uh, I told you she's out of her sister's. Yeah, yeah. She goes out there for an evening once in a while, when I'm working nights. But she usually gets back before I do. Well, you're a little early tonight, huh? Yeah. Carly, you want to show me where you keep the gun? Yeah, In, in here. In the dining room, I've got a cabinet in there. Now, wait till I get the light. okay? That's it. They keep it locked, huh? That's right. And the key in the drawer? I've been keeping the key in the drawer for 10 years. Nobody's disturbed it yet. I'm not worried about my family. Only if a prowler breaks in. That's where you usually keep the gun? Yeah.
1: Well, I guess there's no mistake about it, Sergeant. That revolver was yours.
0: I guess it was. Kid's known that gun was there. I don't know how many years he's known it. Why would he do it? He wouldn't do anything like that. You don't have any idea where he is, He's supposed to be home, study. Your wife would know where he is? I don't know. Well, I guess we ought to go in and sit down. Huh? Might have a long wait. Yeah. It's like getting hit on the head. You don't know what's coming. Then you're in a daze. Uh, sit down, Caggs. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. What do you do? Do you uh, You make some of this furniture yourself? Most. Huh? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of it, like the tables. I got a few power tools downstairs. there, I, I fool around with them. That's nice, sir. Uh, very nice work. Thanks. Uh, would you like some coffee? I'll no. huh? put some coffee in. No, up. no, thanks. Won't be any trouble. so right. I, I make all the coffee. No, you don't have to bother, thanks. Okay. Uh, raise a Kid. I don't know. Yeah. What happened? The army do it. You were threw up on a lot of them. Can't plan the army. There's been millions of them in and out. I don't know, we tried. Me and my wife we thought we did a good job. Well, I guess you never can tell. I guess you can. How long you got in on the job, son? Nineteen years. Hey, that's, that's that's a long time. Huh? Yeah. It sure is. It's the door. Yeah. Eddie? Uh, no, Martha, it's me.
2: What
0: are you doing home? Uh, something came up, honey. What came up? Uh, Martha, this is Detective Kagan.
2: This is Eddie. How do you do? What came up?
0: Martha, do you know where Eddie is?
2: Where's he home? No. He said he was
0: going to stay home. He said it. Well, he's not here. What's the
2: matter?
0: Was Eddie here when you left?
2: Of course. I gave him supper. He said he was going to study.
0: What time was that? About
2: 6 o'clock, a little before 6. What's the matter? What happened to him?
0: I don't think anything happened to him. Well, something happened. What is it? Do you know whether he took a gun I had locked up in the dining room cabinet? What would he want with your gun? I don't know what he'd want with my gun. But a liquor store on 8th Avenue, New York, was held up tonight. clerk was shot with my gun you think Eddie did? I don't know what to think. Did Eddie do it? That's what it looks like, Mrs. Wallace.
2: he was home. He said he was going to stay home and study. That's what I thought he said. Then
0: why didn't you stay home with him instead of running out to Hampstead? He's not a child anymore. He's 20 years old. Nobody has to watch him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. That's all
2: right i can't believe
0: it i just can't believe that he would do something like that mrs waters did he go to classes today yes he went to classes and what time did he get home
2: about four thirty a quarter or five something like that it's not
0: possible he took the gun Was anyone with him when he came home yes a friend of his
2: they came in together which friend
0: Mother i don't know i never saw him before oh, what's his name he introduced it but
2: i don't remember
0: but when you left were they here together
2: yes I asked the other young man if he'd like to have supper. But he said no, Santa. He sat in the kitchen with Eddie while he ate.
0: About how old would you say the other boy was?
2: About Eddie's age, about
0: 20. Mm. Did he have light hair like Eddie's?
2: No, it was darker, much darker.
0: Well, did Eddie say to were classmates? Does he go to the college? I don't
2: know. I I don't think it was mentioned. You know, tell him you don't think Eddie would do anything like that. Tell him you sure he wouldn't.
0: I've already told him. With Detective Kogan, Sergeant Waters, and his wife sat down in the living room to wait for their son to return home. At midnight, after the fifty-one men who would patrol the streets of the precinct from midnight to eight in the morning marched out the front door of the station house to take over their post, I went into my office to sign reports which had been put on my desk by Patrolman Fallon, the one twenty-four man. At 25 minutes after 12, the sergeant on telephone switchboard duty notified me that sector car number two was en route to the station house to take me on patrol. I left my office, went into the muster room, and behind the desk to sign the blotter. Then I walked toward the door to the street to wait for the RMP car. Uh, hello. Yeah? You're Captain Kennelly, aren't you? That's right. Do you know whether Sergeant Waters left the station house yet? I've been waiting here for him since a few minutes after 12. Where's Eddie Waters, huh? That's right, yes, sir. I didn't think you would remember. We met a couple of years ago before I went in the Army. Yes, I remember. Was your father supposed to meet you? Oh, no, sir. No, I just happened to be in New York in the neighborhood. I knew he got off the job a little after 12, and I thought I'd ride home with him. Oh, I see. You didn't see him in there, did you? He didn't come out. Why don't you come on in, Eddie? We'll see if we can locate him. Oh, I wouldn't want to bother you. I, I know you're busy. No, that's all right. Should have gone on home, I guess. No, no, that's all right. Go ahead, Eddie. Thank you. Now, uh, suppose you wait in my office over there, and I'll see what I can do. Oh, no, I'm putting you into too much trouble. No, no, not that's at all. all. Have a seat in there. Yes, sir. Uh, I certainly appreciate this. Make yourself comfortable. 21st Precinct, Sergeant Tierney. All right. 32. Oh, Did the car come by yet, Captain? I don't know. Is uh, Lieutenant King upstairs? I think so, Captain. I'll well, see if we can get him. Yes, sir. Sergeant Tierney on CS. Yes. Captain Miller would uh, like to talk to Lieutenant King. yes uh, yeah. Uh, you want to take it to your office, Captain? No, I'll take it on this extension here. Uh, yes, sir. Captain Elliott, for you, Lieutenant King. Yes, Uh, Matt, can you come down to my office? Eddie Waters just came into the house.
2: Sergeant
0: Waters, boy? That's right, yeah. He was looking for his father. Right
2: now,
0: Captain. <laughs> when the car gets here, Sergeant, tell him to resume patrol. I won't be going out for a while. Yes, sir. I'll be in my office. Yes, sir. Him, Captain? Uh, no. Oh, well. I don't want to be any trouble. Sit down, Andy. I don't want to miss him if he's down in the locker. You won't. That's very nice of you, Captain. I wouldn't say that. Oh, yes, sir, it is. Come in. Is that him? Come in, Matt. Yes, sir. You want to shut the door? Yep. No. Eddie, this is Lieutenant King in charge of the detective's here. Eddie Waters, Sergeant Waters' boy. Hey, I'm glad to know you, Lieutenant. Yeah, same here. Haven't seen my father around, have you? No, he went on home about ten thirty. He did? That's right. What's the matter? Was he sick? No. There's nothing wrong with my mother. She's all right. Yeah, she's all right. I just spoke to your house on the phone about twenty minutes ago. Well, then, what's the matter? What time did you leave your house, Eddie? I don't know. About six thirty. Yet. Listen. What's the matter? I'll tell you what's the matter in a minute. Just so answer my question. Yes, sir. That was how long after your mother left for her sister? Oh, about half an hour, I guess. As soon as I finished dinner. Who was this friend you had at the house? What's he got to do with it? What's his name? Joe Curley. Do you one? Yes, sir. Where'd he live? Near us. i him wrong? For years. I went to high school with him. When you left the house, you leave together? Yes, sir. Captain, I'd like to know. Just what... answer the questions, Eddie. Where'd you go? We walked to the subway together. Come to New York. Eddie... Why did you come to New York not a half hour after you told your mother you were going to stay home and study? I didn't tell her that. What did you tell her? I didn't tell her anything. Why did you come to New York? I had an appointment. Where? On West 77th Street, 409. With whom? A man named Carnwood and Mrs. Carnwood. They run a summer camp for boys up in Maine. I went to see him about a job. What time was your appointment? 7.30. Did you get there on time? I was there before time. How long did it? Till almost 9 o'clock. Incidentally, I got the job. Got to go up there on June 16th to Maine. I'm going to be their swimming counselor. You were at 409 West 77th Street between 730 and 9 o'clock? That's right. Who else was there? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Conwood and their head counselor and uh, their boy and a couple of more fellas. What's the telephone number of Mr. and Mrs. Conwood? Oh, just a second. I got it in my pocket. Uh, Academy 24599. Listen, Lieutenant... It was hard getting this job, I warn it. Eddie, uh, <clears throat> these people will vouch that you were there between 7.30 and 9 o'clock? Of course, why shouldn't they? Listen, Captain, what's going on? What's the matter? Eddie, how did you happen to bring this Joe Purley home to your house? I met him on the street. We started talking about some of the fellas we used to run with. And you just brought him home? No. No, he asked if he could come. He remembered I used to say stamps, stance, and he said he was in that business now. If I wasn't interested anymore, he'd like to buy my collection. Well, I've not thought about the stance for years, so I thought I could pick up a few dollars, and I said, sure. And he went home with you. Yeah, that's right. Had he ever been to your house before? Well, I haven't seen him in about four or five years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, once, I think, when we were in high school. Do you remember back then? Did you show him where your father kept the gun? Well, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was proud of Dad because he just got made a sergeant that week. And I brought a couple of kids home from school. You know, I gave them a thrill. I, I got the key out of the drawer and I opened the cabinet and I uh I showed them my dad's gun. Yeah, I think Joe was one of them. Yeah, he was. Listen, had Joe done something? Did you leave him alone in the house tonight? Yes, sir. He waited in the living room while I got ready to go to the appointment. Alone? Yes, sir, All alone. Has he done something? It looks like he stole your father's gun. Oh, no kidding. What was he doing in New York tonight? Why'd he come? He said he had to meet another fellow about some stamps. We rode over together. He got off to Times Square. I went on uptown. Now, how do you like that? I thought there was something screwy. I showed him my stamps. He said they weren't worth anything. Well, they were worth something, all right. Just to get the gun. The place was held up and a man shot. Oh, brother. I'd like you to come upstairs with me, Eddie. Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Hello, Sergeant. Would you ring the residence of Sergeant Waters? Yes. Are you calling my father? That's right, yes. Well, would you tell him I'm here? They're probably wondering what happened to me. I'll tell him. Yes, Annie. Do you know where Joe Pearley lives? Well, I know where he used to live. I, uh, I think he still lives there. Oh, I'll see you before I go, will I, Captain? Yeah, sure. That way, Eddie. 21st, percent, Captain Canale. Okay. Go ahead. Hello, Captain. We've got Eddie here, Bill. Is he all right? Sure. You better tell Kagan to ring in to Lieutenant King. I'm sure everything's going to be all right. You mean Eddie has nothing to do with it? Don't act so surprised, Sergeant. You're the only one who knew it all the time. 1st Precinct, Sergeant Tunney. Well, where do you need the emergency squad? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, what's the trouble up there? Locked behind what? Yeah. Yeah. I see. Has a what? What kind of a gun? Well, how many shots has he fired? Yeah. Well, where's that? The bar in the grill hood? And so it goes, around the clock, through the week, every day, every year. A police precinct in the city of New York is a flesh-and-blood merry-go-round. Anyone can catch the brass ring, or the brass ring can catch anyone. 24th Precinct, the factual account of the
1: way the police work in the world's largest city is presented with the official cooperation of the Patrolman's Benevolent Association, an organization of more than 20,000 members of the Police Department, City of New York. Everett Sloan in the role of Captain Kennelly, Ken Lynch as Lieutenant King. Featured in tonight's cast were Ethel Everett, Harold Stone, John McQuaid, Bill Zuckert, William Redfield. Written and directed by Stanley Niss. Produced for CBS Radio by John Ives. Art Hannah speaking.